right? We've never really done this from our phones before. Okay, yeah, live from the stadium parking lot. Check us out. Hey, we just scrambling. That's, uh, you think we can get like, I don't know, a thousand listeners per point? That would, that would be a very popular podcast. Maybe, that would be maybe one of the top three we've ever done. I'm glad that our listeners aren't transfers because Miami fans, let's say they don't count. And our advertisers would hate it. So let's start off with that nice shout out to the advertisers here right off Jump Street. <laughs> Had a great time today at the Madison Social Tailgate. Who did we get no. to see? Got to see Chad, got to see Shannon, got to see people that have like a million loans, those guys. So like that's kind of cool. I feel like they finance entire neighborhoods. Big dog, uh, Matt Lewis and his lovely wife and family and... Uh, Damn dog, what am I even about to say? And what what did we just witness? Well, other than Keon Coleman, just you ever watch TNT or TBS? You're a brave guy who grew up. Yeah, oh yeah. In all these movies, they're like, you should have killed me when you had the chance. Yeah, and you said it, dog. We were I was fortunate enough to see it, bud. First half was a little wild. Should have gotten us when you could. 300 yards, 17 points. I mean, dude. My. Second half, before garbage time. And the day, we thought they were going to beat the hell out of Florida State. That was wild. That was I, wild. I, that's a that's a Brian Kelly comment. Don't take me seriously. Uh, we didn't think that. And we did think that even if you thought LSU was a better team, which power numbers, I think, before the game, you could argue. You still had to like the matchup. You know what I mean? Just like. Oh, my God. That, uh, was, that was impressive. It was wild. What are teams going to do in the future? Well, with Keon Cole, besides Garden and everybody else is going to have a hell of an opportunity. Because uh, Florida State may have one of the three best wide receivers in college. Johnny Wilson is an awesome two. And Johnny Wilson tonight was like, damn, dude, catch the ball. And yet, yeah. seven catches, 102. And what did he draw? Two PIs? Two PIs like and two drops that could have probably slapped saying. on another 30. So. so between Keon and Johnny, nine catches for Keon for a buck twenty-two. Johnny seven for one hundred two plus the two PIs. When I mean, you're talking about eighteen impact plays, which with the new clock rules, teams are really only running about sixty-five plays. And they're not getting eighty anymore for the most part. You know, that is really really impressive. I, I thought a couple things. Like Florida State came out. You never thought you were going to just get blown out because they were still getting guys open. And I don't know how much the TV copy showed this, but from, from the press box or from the stands, you could see, right? They were getting dudes open consistently. It was just, could they could they get the time to hit him, right? Would Jordan settle down? And I thought he was, and then he threw the pick. And I was like, yeah. really? Okay. Um, but yet, like, if you watch Mike at Memphis, he seems comfortable in these nutty games, mm-hmm. just these back and forth. Like, yeah. Mike's like a poker player. Who's really comfortable playing Omaha? And I, I am eager to go back and look at this because I, I want to compliment Adam Fuller on adjustments made in the second half, and it's probably appropriate too. Fentrell um, Cypress, yeah, maybe not a practice player. May have guarded outside the kids uh, wear number four for us, and the kids who play in uh, College Station, one of the best wide receivers in the country. Fentrell Cypress, pretty yeah. damn good football player. That series he had down there on the goal line. Right. Yeah. To end the half, that forced the LSU field goal because that could have easily been, you know, twenty-one fourteen. I feel like there was a series early in the third quarter where they went at him two or three times in a yeah. row, and he was there. Uh, due to Bernardo Green 
Nice interception. Good yeah. gameplay otherwise. Look, they're a good team. You're not going to shut them down. Um, quarterback found some space, made some plays. Um, pretty good offensive line you faced. Tonight, I thought too. Farmer had a pretty good game, man. I'd have to go back and look at that, but 44 popped to me. Uh, Fist held frequently early. Uh, otherwise, probably would have been more noticeable in the on the stat uh, from a production standpoint. Uh, Jared Verse had the had the one play that really flashed. Also, probably going up against a kid that's going to be a top ten yeah. pick. Uh, damn man, that's that's the fifth best team in the country. Florida State's probably going to be number three in the polls next week or something like that. And I, and I think they should. I just like look, you'll play teams that have better corners, and you'll play teams that probably don't have as good receivers. Like LSU's guys are legitimately good. I thought in the second half they did a couple things. They, I thought they went away from their corners coverage a little bit early. Like in the first half, it was at times kind of predictable. Like LSU seemed to know we're going to get quarters until we get in, you know, pass, like obvious passing situations. And then Florida State's going to play man. And a lot of their quarter stuff looks like man. They're going to pressure a lot of man pressure stuff in that. I thought they did a decent job of mixing it up at times in the first half. And in the second half, I thought they did a little bit better too. They also didn't have quite as many penalties in the second half, which. Um, look, I'm not going to sit here and tell you all the penalties were BS. I, I really don't think they were, but penalties do have a bit of like a randomness to them. And yeah. Yeah. The, the major change they made in the second half was they found a way to get Maurice Smith some help. Mm -hmm. In the first half, LSU declared what they were going to do. And we talked about this on the show. How would they play counter? Yeah. Right? Uh, they played, played really well. Yeah. And they did some things. Again, tough to talk on a podcast. Tough to definitively talk about without having to go back and look at it. Um, Meech popped to me a couple times. Yeah. It looked like a really good game uh, for him. Or again, this is just an initial, oddly enough, we call it the instant reaction. Look at that. Uh, or the Winston reaction. The Winston reaction. Uh, but no, I thought the interior of the line had a hell of a challenge and yeah. played really well, particularly second quarter on. Had a couple, couple rough moments in the first quarter. But again, LSU... You know, their defense alignment are also That Wingo kid too, is good. And they're pretty freaking good. Yeah, I was like, ooh, ooh okay, this is not great. Uh, I don't love him kind of playing that backside shade on counter and, and really getting home a lot. They, they, they get to nice, like, like same side back tight and stuff, the kind of formation. LSU made them move the front a little bit. And then I just do think that Ravel is good at getting guys open. Yeah. Like, there's numerous times there's when you play Mike, they just kind of have guys running wide open. And if you can block it just a little bit, you do have a chance. The difference is now you've got this guy who doesn't have to be wide open. You're just like, let's just throw it up to him. And it's kind of like... Oddly enough, a guy who was in the top eight rotation at Michigan State basketball is a phenomenal freaking athlete. Uh, good luck. Good luck to everybody else in the country yeah. figuring out what they're going to do with these wide receivers and Jaheim Bell and... Trey Benson and all these other guys. Um, I don't know. Good luck. I mean, from a snap perspective, little surprised how frequently Morlock was used, basically from from snap one. Uh, Malcolm Ray on the defensive line got probably more burn than yeah. I would have thought of. So I have to go back and look. Um, I think I said this all in air. I can't remember. Dog, I don't know that Fabian Lovett would play more than four or five games for me this year. This is one of them. Clemson's one of them. You only need that guy so much. Uh, Keon Coleman. I don't. 
to use him sparingly. Uh, like it's this is going to be really interesting. And man, damn, damn. And you did that without Jordan Travis having a career night by yeah. any means. Without Trey Benson having a career night, um, we're a problem. We're going to be a problem for a lot of people. I thought tonight one thing that I, I liked a lot was third quarter. We look over who we see slotting in the guard for a minute. Darius. Yeah. You know, like the the depth of the offensive rotation. line. Bless Harris got the play. Looked Rob like uh, Rob got the start, yeah. and Bless Harris was in from maybe the third or fourth possession on. So we'll have to see what that means long term. Um, Roddick looked solid from what I could tell, but also the uh, Auburn kid, Keontae Jones, was yep. in there most of the fourth quarter, if not the back end of the third. Um, look, you got pieces, you got depth. You go out and you get all these kids for a reason. Um, LSU's good, LSU's big, LSU's physical. A couple guys are going to get dinged up in the process. But for you to be able to go and uh, be able to draw on the depth that you have along both lines of scrimmage, it showed tonight. I, I, I see Connor Jones's comment. O-line played bad and we still, we still balled up. Guys, I thought the O-line did an admirable job with a bunch of guys that are going to play in the NFL. And most of these dudes on the O-line right now are not going to play in the NFL. Florida State has to piece this together. They have some guys who will play in the NFL, and their names are Keon Coleman and Johnny Wilson and Jaheim Bell and Jordan Travis and Benson. And so they have to be able to play well enough, and I thought they had a, they had a lot of scheme to throw at you, which is why you're excited to have so much experience coming back in the spring, to be able to have multiple answers to problems, right? Yeah, Wingo is nasty, and the, the Alexander kid actually, or Savion, the, the Savion Jones kid is actually pretty damn good too. Like yep. they, shocking, LSU has multiple good players up front. Florida State did find a way to counter that. I thought that was pretty impressive. They ran a little bit different run stuff in the second half. Again, I think the formation of LSU, as much as anything, to create the better angles. And you know, I mean, Connor, it's not a thing. Like Florida State is not going to go out and dominate really good NFL defensive lines. They have to be good enough to allow their, their stud skill guys a chance to win the ball game. And Mike, obviously, and, and Alex Atkins do a great job scheming the thing up. So, yeah, that's uh, that's really kind of it. Uh, no, no balls over their head tonight. They, yeah. We, we can talk about how the, the D-line wasn't always getting home, but you sat in two shell a decent bit tonight. A uh, decent and bit. It was a choice. A lot of rotation there as well. It'll be interesting in what you do. Um, should we talk Perkins? We can talk Perkins. Also, look, I'm not trying to hype anybody up, but Tatum Bethune, when he's not injured, is a pretty damn good linebacker, well. man. Right. Pretty damn good linebacker. Love what I saw from 15. Uh, Deloach had a couple nice plays. Pretty good amount of rotation with Lundy there. Lundy had his moment. Certainly the uh, the uh, snop there at the yeah. first possession is going to stand out. Again, Farmer jumps to me just from what I saw. It's good to see Renardo get that pick in his hometown. Yeah, Renardo. Renardo's turned into a really, really solid player, and it was great to see him get that. Uh, maybe his knee was down. It, look, it's hard to see those things live um, or in the stadium live. Uh, but that was that was phenomenal, y'all. This is a damn good team. We're fortunate to do this 13, 14 years, however long we have. And uh, you see ebbs and flows. Sure feels like we're we're trending to a higher watermark right now. Oh, kickoff coverage tonight. Excellent. Oh, yeah, really good. Boomed them, covered them. Kicked into the wind. Uh, yeah. If you were at the game, a little bit more wind than maybe you would have thought of. Uh, thought Fitzgerald 
kick the ball really well. Oh. Uh, yeah, drop the Battles End link. I don't know how to link while I'm standing in the parking lot with Bud. Uh, but it's thebattlesend.com. It ain't confusing. We'd love you to join. Uh, there's a thousand of you in here right now. Um, am I blacking out tonight? No, but I do have a bottle of Pappy back at the hotel that I'll open up. But uh, between getting an Uber and getting back to the hotel, probably ain't going to touch that bottle anytime soon, unfortunately. Probably not going to do the Pappy in the parking lot. No, parking Pappy lot, in the Pappy. parking lot. Okay. That's uh, a yeah. parking lot. Pappy. That could be a shirt. That'll be the national championship game. Uh, that could be. So. Which is in? Uh, Houston? No. Isn't it Atlanta? Is Maybe. That a playoff uh, game? Yeah. Oh, let's check. Maybe it is Houston. Thought it was Houston. Houston's Maybe it's bad, a semifinal dude. in Atlanta. Who knows? Um, oh, the goal, line, the goal line defense in the first half. It mattered. Yeah, I mean, no, it, it LSU had tone. 300 yeah. yards in the first half. No, the LSU, the, there were some questions to be asked in the first half, and there were questions answered in the second yeah. half. So, credit to all involved. No, that was that was incredible, man. Fun, fun for this fan base to uh, to see what everybody's gone through, and then to have a night like that. Look, we're one of the better teams in the country. I don't know. We just played the fifth team in the country and beat the hell out of them. So, uh, Brian Kelly can. Redigest his words and figure out how that's going to work moving forward. Guys, that's about all we got. 13 minutes. Uh, we'll probably do, I don't know, tomorrow night or Tuesday morning. When, when are you going back to Atlanta? Driving back tomorrow, but yeah, we'll do something either tomorrow night, Tuesday morning, like Bud said. Uh, appreciate the comments. Toe Philly, we do need to mention, uh, really, played well. really played well. And as a dynamic piece, again, when you got to worry about four, you got to worry about 14, yeah. and you got to worry about six. Uh, Toe Philly is going to be hell. Oh, they also ran the uh, they ran the old Pittman tight end around play with uh, with Jaheim. Yes, they did. They did, and that's um, as that DB number twenty four found out. That might even be a more significant piece to run it with. And yeah. uh, don't be standing around the goal line half ass because Jaheim Bell <laughs> is going to sun you. And whew, it was quite the exclamation point on the night. Yeah, you're a little guy. I'm an NFL player. Touchdown. So. That's all I got, man. That's all I got. Knowles, until next time. Let's go see. Oh, cover three tomorrow. Check us out. Appreciate it. I sure want to stop streaming. Yeah, my arm's really tired from holding this up. Maybe the battery pack.